Iowa everywhere. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Two Guys Named Chris here on Iowa Everywhere. My name is Chris Williams. I'm joined, as always, by Chris Hassel, who is in sunny Florida. Beautiful day here, beautiful fall day in the great state of Iowa. And we have a lot to get to. This is going to be a loaded show. We have a bunch of good stuff planned for you guys. We are presented, as always, by our friends at Fairway Meeting Grocery. Of course, we are sitting here in the Channel Seed Studios. How are you, Christopher? What's up, I'm brother? good. I'm good. You know, I'm starting to make some adjustments. So many people are watching the the video version of the show now. Yeah. I, I and I've gotten some feedback that uh, you know video quality needs to be better. So I, I put in the uh, the I put in my little webcam there. So I think my, oh, my video quality is a little bit better. People are pissed because your camera focuses on your microphone and not your face. And I tried to explain to them it's because he wants the soft focus. If you focus on his face, then you start start seeing the droopy eyes and the wrinkles and the blotches. People are like pissed about this? Yeah, yeah, real pissed. Yeah. So we need to start up in the game a little bit for video because so many people are are coming over to this side of things. You know, there's also a setting uh, that you can touch up your appearance and really softens up those wrinkles. I I saw that. Let me me put that on right now and let's see what kind of difference it makes. I'm going to touch up my appearance. All right, tell me what this is. What 15, 20 years of independent media does to you? Can you tell? I'm touched up. Oh, my God. It kind of blurs your face. (laughs) You look terrible like that. Blurs it. You look like you're in a cartoon. Oh, what's that? What's that one? Uh, what's that? Oh, shocky, shocky. What's that? You know that that thing that we did. We made fun of last year on uh, or not? Oh like yeah, last the TikTok month. trend. Oh yeah. Oh, give me the hot dog. Oh, yum 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 yum. Yeah. Turn that thing off. All right. You look yep. like a Instagram glizzies. model. Instagram model. Glizzy. There you go. Oh, Glizzy McGuire. Uh, it's off. It's off. I turned it off. What a what a day for uh, media and at Iowa and Iowa State. We had Iowa players getting public reprimands. Yeah, um, usually it's like those days when I covered it anyway. There was nothing ever going on. Like I had to drum shit up to make it interesting. I had to ask really dumb questions to make it. Why everybody this week? You. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this week, this week's a little different story. Nico. Ragaini. So, I guess if people don't know, and they, they most of them do, but since we don't have to censor our stuff, so Matt, you want to play what yeah, he we said can drop it originally? Yeah. Was it pass interference? 
<laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, I feel like. What's the NCAA or Big Ten gonna find me if I say that's a horseshit fucking call or what? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I probably shouldn't have dropped the F bomb in there, but goddamn, though, Jesus. But I loved how he's like, but goddamn, though, Jesus. After but goddamn, though, Jesus fucking Christ. And then the man. best part is the reporter, I don't know who it was, it says, oh, I wasn't recording on that. We won't yeah. use that. Oh, don't, don't, well, the TV don't worry, Nico. There. Don't worry, we won't use that. Uh, yeah, you speak for yourself. <laughs> hey, question. When the players inevitably are going to be paid, like not through these collectives, but at some point they're going to be employees, can you find a college player? Like you can like an NFL quarterback? If they're going to be employees, yeah. Yeah, I think they will be able to. But right yeah. now you can't. And he knew that. I mean, he's yeah. smart. smart. What are they going to do? He knew. Find me? <laughs> now, maybe Kirk Ferentz doesn't make him available to the media as much as he would have been, but does he? I can't he really imagine care he's about got that? a bunch of NIL deals that he needs to be out there for. I mean, right, right. So if you want an NIL deal, don't don't be an Iowa wide receiver, okay? So like, the, the Big Ten does not find him. They give him a public reprimand. What is that? What is a public reprimand? No, we're very experienced. have done that. We're very experienced with the public reprimands over here at Iowa State. We get them all the time. For storm in the field, yeah, that type of stuff, yeah. The and then like our like um, Pollard's gotten a bunch, um, yeah, for like mouthing off after the games, yeah, public reprimands, baby. It's hilarious. Like we made those shirts mocking Dana Holgerson and made a killing on those things. Unprofessional fans, yeah. The whole publicly reprimanded. We got a bunch of. We made a bunch of public publicly reprimanded shirts that went flying off the shelves but is there like is there a next level like if you like the first step is a public reprimand the second step is what like if nico goes back out there on monday and he's like hey guys i just gotta say this it, it was a horseshit fucking call I'm, I'm not gonna i'm not gonna back down it was i'm i'm i'm, I'm sorry is there a next level to this like i don't can think so. they suspend him if they've already reprimanded, reprimanded. I mean, I guess it's it's possible. I don't think there's like a hierarchy of you know how that goes. So that, it's stupid. Basically, it's just them acting like they're punishing somebody when they're really not. Yeah. Okay. So then, then we had Cade McNamara. You got to hear, but Cade. I, I, so like personally, and I'm as immature as anybody. I didn't even think this was that funny until I start watching everybody's reaction to it. Let's see what Kay McNamara had to say. I think, you know, our level of communication up front and me with me, the backs, and, you know, really everyone just being on the same page because we know these guys are going to come uh, a lot. I mean, there's... <laughs> that was... That was <laughs> Wow, Van Wink comparing him with Butthead. That wasn't part of the press conference? I, I thought, oh. I, so the funniest thing about it was his <laughs> own reaction to it. Yeah, because nobody else I don't think would have reacted unless he did. No, it's just one of those things that, okay, mm, kind of funny. Move on. What a, but he, he just instantly, I don't know if he made eye contact with someone in the, you know, that was sitting in there that was kind of smiling. And then he realized, oh my God, okay, I just said they're going to come a lot. But I thought it was funny the way he just kind of owned it, you know. It, what, what a classless program. You got guys 
using the Lord's name in vain, dropping F-bombs. We have ejaculation jokes by the all-star quarterback. <laughs> what is going on over there? Uh, it's, it's the price you pay for winning winning games, William. You know, <laughs> We sell our soul to the devil so that we can win nine, ten games a year. Can't beat a good good ejaculation joke, right? I mean, the old ejacula joke. You want to get the crowd going? Let's talk about ejaculating, Cade McNamara. Well, on the last show, I talk about I talked about some dude uh, having an eye socket ejaculation in the elevator. Yeah. And he was, maybe this is like the new meat box. Port, port, Portnoy and Big Cat, the new meat box. Um, so let's. Let's get into these games a little bit. Okay. Uh, we have one other piece of Iowa news to get up uh, to snuff with. The Noah Shannon punishment, he is out for the year. We learned that. Uh, a lot of backlash to this. I've kind of thought this whole time that a lot of these guys were going to get maybe something that they totally didn't deserve. Noah Shannon wins a lot of points in my book, just how he's been so open about this mm-hmm. and how Iowa's put him out there and let him talk and – um, I really respect the way Kirk Ferentz, and again, this comes with age, just standing up for his guy. Like I, I, I really, really appreciate that here. Uh, and the the hard part, Chris, it, at least for me, is that all of these things, and and I know you've read them, and I've read them with all the Iowa and Iowa State guys who have been punished here. They're they're all different. Every every individual has a different situation here so you can't like i've seen a lot of people like responding to these comments that the shannon punishment doesn't fit the crime well these these idiots no they're not supposed to bet on the games and and, but but it's different like shannon didn't bet on his team you know like jake rimsburg uh who only got six games for iowa state he'll be back after six games it's like he was betting on like stuff that was totally irrelevant to any of this. Does he know he's not? Not only did did Shannon not bet on his team, he didn't even bet on college football. Correct. That's and that's the same as Rimsburg's deal. Like, mm-hmm. but he, his number was just lower than Shannon's. And that's why. Or whatever. He, remember when that first came out, and we did a show right after uh, news got out that they were going to have these tiers of punishments like if you if you bet this amount it's going to be this amount of games but if you bet five hundred dollars more than that it's going to be three more games and i said that's ridiculous like there should not be a tier level it doesn't matter how much you bet it it really doesn't to me and if you are going to tier it like that it should be like one tier is from one dollar all the way up to like a hundred thousand dollars i mean it's (laughs) come on who cares if he bet Let's just say that he went, maybe he went like $1,000 over the threshold and that ended his career. He wasn't even betting on college football games. That's well, BS. These guys now, are he all should making be punished. money now. He, he should be, he should have gotten a suspension. I, I'm fine with him, be, suspend him for a couple games. But a whole season and then that's it for his career, that's, that's, that's too much. It's, and it's too bad. I just wonder... I'm still surprised that Kirk Ferentz was going to take him to Big Ten Media Days. I'm still surprised that he had him uh, as one of the guys at Iowa Media Days. Do you think Kirk Ferentz really thought he was going to play this season? He was that far off on what he thought the punishment was going to be? Or he was just trying to make a point. I don't know. Yeah. you know, We're kind of at that stage with Ferentz where I just feel like he's... I just think his level of shit's given is... 
very small now. Um, but I don't know. That it seemed weird though how that all played out. I'm, I'm guessing that. I d- I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. And, and I, he I, self-reported as well. Yeah. Like what? What's in it for anybody to say? You know what? I did it. And yet, still, the state of Iowa is the only state in the country. And, and I think it's going to stay that way, Williams. Jeez. And I, I'd be... What a joke. I'd you know who's surprised. going after their asses is this Inyi Wazirike's lawyer. Have you been reading the stuff coming from no. this guy? It, the, I, I'll, all is these he the guys, one that's going after them for only targeting like, like certain entrapment teams? type stuff, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's what really upsets me, too, is like... You're you're only going after these high level visible programs. Yeah, like, why didn't they put it around Iowa State's golf facility, which yeah, is like th- the cross three miles team. away from campus? Yeah, uh-huh. like it, it's only the highest level, the highest visibility, the biggest bang for your buck. If they wanted to find underage gamblers, why didn't they go down to Grandview? Those kids are <laughs> Grandview, two minutes yeah, from they, a casino. <laughs> you know, like for real, uh-huh. like. They just went after the the, the biggest dogs. Do in you the think pool. we're ever? Do you think we're ever going to hear how this all started? I mean, I, I've heard what I what I believe to be true. Um, I'll be as responsible here as I can. But well, I, I'm not just saying how it all started, but like how they decided to put specific parameters in place and why they didn't yeah, care about no, these other. Teams. I don't know. Uh, if it goes to court and it appears to be, I, I mean, I, I think what it's setting up for is Owazarike's lawyer setting him up for his losses in the NFL mm-hmm. earnings, potential earnings. And that's going to be a really big court case if it gets to that. Because the state will have to say why if it, if it comes down to that. So, yeah, if you're wanting answers, I guess we're rooting for, we're rooting for that to go all the way to court. And I'm, and I'm guessing it will. Like I, I just, I'm reading these Awazarike lawyer pieces, and it's like this guy's not screwing around. Like he's coming after them, and I, and and it it won't surprise me if it sets up to put some race in there. And like, look, I I, I say good because I I just want to know, even if it's even if it comes out where okay, the DCI and and the state of I they did everything right that. I'm fine with that, too. I would just love an explanation. I would love to know why this only happened in certain uh, programs at certain universities in Iowa. And I don't think this is going to happen elsewhere. You you think that nobody wants this on them. And also, after all of the publicity that this got, I bet this cut gambling on other, let's just say, football teams— I bet it cut it by ninety five percent. Totally agree. They're all scared now. Mm-hmm. And and the other thing that that Iowa did that it's like okay, so let's say throw a state out there um, that where gambling's legal. Kansas is now going to or Missouri, whichever one is legal, and I think it's Kansas. They're going to investigate now. Will they go back three years like Iowa did, or four years, or whatever mm-hmm. it was, or are they just going to put a geo fence around to see if it's happening now? Like right. they're. Because if it's just now, like like you just said, most of these guys have stopped because they've taken a message from the state of Iowa, right? right. Now we'll go back three years, and I think it's going to tell a completely different story. So well, and then you start you, you you can then start adding up all the money they spent. Yes, and then because of these guidelines for punishment, you you have a guy that maybe should have only missed a couple games, and he has to miss the whole year. 
Two guys named Chris. We are in the Channel Seed Studios, presented as always by our friends at Fairway Meat and Grocery. Iowa State, um, <laughs> the, let's hear from John Haycock and Matt Campbell. I know what they're doing here, but I also know why Iowa fans are sensitive. Matt Campbell on this Rourke kid, the quarterback from Ohio. And then they got a great quarterback. I, it'll be the best quarterback we've played against so far this football season and one of the best quarterbacks we've seen in a long time. He's tough. You know, it'll be a tremendous challenge for us. It'll be probably as steep a challenge as we've played to this point uh, on, on our side of the football, uh, looking at the veterans they have on offense, what they do on offense schematically. And then I think the quarterback's as, as good as, as anybody we've played to this point for sure. <laughs> now keep in mind, before you Iowa right, make fans, make your excuses, Williams. B- before you Iowa fans get all amped up. Oh, oh, it's already happened, brother. Remember back when like Kansas was like zero and twelve every year, and well, Campbell, the, Campbell you really would build think them this up is a, like, an instance where he needs to psych the guys up. No, I it's just basically think this is a how pick he them talks. on the road after a loss. You don't need. No, it has nothing to do with his team. He does this all the time. How many freaking times can this guy say, well, this is the best quarterback we played? He says it every freaking week, dude. But how does he not know that that's also a slight? Oh, it absolutely is. Played? And if I'm an Iowa fan, I'm like, Jesus, I'm rolling my eyes. It, it looks terrible. I don't, I don't disagree. <laughs> If, well, I, if, if if Matt Campbell went up to that press conference and said, "I'm going to take a shot at Iowa and I'm going to piss them off," that's really petty. And I just, I, that's. Well, I'm going to tell you guys, this is the best team we've faced <laughs> to this point this season. Keith and Andy did a great bit. It, this was a couple of years ago. Yeah, and I was jealous because I didn't pull it off on on my show. It was, Kansas was like they hadn't won a game in like 20 straight games, and Murph. And I'm sure it was Andrew Downs spliced together this audio of Campbell making them sound like the 85 fucking bears. Mm -hmm. It's just what he does. It's not, I get it. If I'm an Iowa fan, I'm like, yeah, but if, but if you follow Campbell in these stupid press conference, I don't even know why why Matt has press conferences anymore. I mean, I'm glad he does. I wish they'd do more of them, but like, this is just what he does. I looked at some of the numbers too, to see if like, is Ohio just this like world beater on offense? Yeah, this is the best. This is the best offensive unit we've seen this year. This is the best quarterback we've well, seen. Well, they're this better year. than Iowa. It's close. <laughs> Thirteen points at San Diego State. Twenty-seven points against Long Island. No, they didn't have their quarterback either of those games. Seventeen points at FAU, Florida that Atlantic. Was, hey, I watched that game twice. That's one of the worst games I've ever seen in my life. Your Owls. <laughs> they Holy are crap. They are 94th in the country in yards per game, 117th in scoring. They are behind Iowa in scoring. Jesus. Well, and they played that... Long Island. <laughs> I mean, schematically, though, you know what they do. It spreads you out. It. <laughs> I will coaches say this: li- coaches lie, hassle. They Rourke, lie. We saw him get hurt week zero against San Diego State. If he doesn't get hurt, they probably win that game. They're probably three and zero. He had really good numbers last year. Like he 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 Wasn't does he like have the Mac Player of the Year potential. I don't know if he was Player of the Year, but he had to be up there because yeah. he threw for thirty two hundred yards. He had twenty five touchdowns, just four interceptions. Came back against 
FAU yeah. and they came back and won that game and he is going to be the quarterback this week. What's he's that line at right now? He, he's a good player. What's the line at? Uh, Iowa State still a it was what, three and, and a half, half point favorite. Last, let me it's pull three up and a half. The, all the money's on Iowa State. Like Did the, you see the um the percentage of bets? I can't remember what uh It was like ninety eight percent Iowa State at one point. I saw it was ninety two percent. Ninety two percent of the money on Iowa State. Uh looks like Van Wink has three it at minus is the number three. Now. It's at three. Which is interesting because all of that money on Iowa State, ninety two percent of it from when I saw it. And it went from three and a half to three. What's that tell you? It tells you there's a sharp that's betting mm-hmm. on Ohio. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna zoom into my kitchen refresh here, where okay. I give my Let's take do it. on Iowa State. Our no real pros. quick uh, kitchen refresh. Iowa.com. You saw the uh, pre-roll rolling in the month of September. That lovely couple. And they save 75% on re- refreshing their kitchen with our friends from Have No Pros. Have they started on yours yet? No, I think that's starting later in the fall. Uh, KitchenRefreshIowa.com. I need to get those guys over to my place. We have like a we moved into a new house. Like you have a, a new house. Ago. Yeah, but the kitchen's just like a blank slate. It's just white. Mm. I think I need some refresh. I'm refresh glad you fixed kitchen. your mic, Van Wink. My God. Yeah. You're welcome. That really threw... that the, the show went to completely off the rails last week when Van Wink came in whispering. Oh, yeah. Brock Purdy. I want to have his baby. <laughs> so here is my kitchen. Brock Purdy's going to come all over the Raiders this weekend. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is going to sound like hyperbole. Not from you. <laughs> I think that this might be the most important game for Matt Campbell in his Iowa State career. I'm not saying biggest. He's had much bigger games, okay? Much bigger games. But I think this might be the biggest because of what it would mean if they lose. Not if they win. Oh, I get it, yeah. If they lose. If you go to a Mac school and you lose... After the performance they had against Iowa, fans are pissed off about the clock management and some of the things he said. I think this is where we could see the tide starting to turn a little bit if they lose this game at Ohio. And this is a tough game. Like This is not easy. Look, Pollard did him no favor scheduling this game in Ohio. Because they're not going to get a lot of praise if they win. But if they lose, Williams, what's the fan reaction going to be if they lose this game? Oh, they're, it's it's red alert, man. For the first time in yeah. the Campbell era. Yeah, it's red alert. And that is why I say this is the most important game of the Matt Campbell era. Man, I don't, I don't hate that take. I just I, I see where you're going. It is it is hyperbolic, but I I totally understand your point. And I I, I just did an hour long podcast with Bloom yesterday for Cyclone Fanatic about how this is the most terrifying game I can remember in a really long time because it like I could see them going and winning by twenty, 
And then I could see this like heartbreak at the end as well, and then just having to shut down the Cyclone Fanatic server for a few days, which we wouldn't do, but it's it's a joke. <laughs> so yeah, I don't I don't disagree with you at all. Let me give you my kitchen refresh take on the Hawks. Kind of a different vibe here. Look at me, Iowa fans. Nothing short of losing to Western Michigan, which you won't. 28-point favorite, whatever it is now. Nothing else matters this weekend at all. Nothing matters other than Cade McNamara not getting touched, getting out of this game because we heard him talk. He looked healthier. He's laughing. He's talking about ejaculation. Like, we have all this positive stuff coming from Iowa. First time he has been 100% at practice. Yes, and you got out of that game in Ames, which you knew would be tough. You get out of there at the win. You're looking at the rest of this Big Ten schedule. Do not call into Ross and Travis on sound off losing your goddamn minds if you only score 24 points in this game. It doesn't matter. None of it matters. The Brian Ferentz little thingamajig going up the mountain. It doesn't matter. None of that matters. The only thing that matters is Cade McNamara not getting touched in this game, getting out of there with the win. You buckle in, and you got a massive game coming up next week. That's the only only thing that matters do not worry about your stats period i disagree because if if that's the case then they should just sit him right well but I, all that matters is, is he can hill good healthy? enough is he good enough what do you mean is, is he Deacon good hill good enough to play to beat in, western michigan i don't know yes yes is he I mean, I God, I yes, I they ha, it has to. What, didn't what, Western Michigan gave up like forty plus points in one half last week? Didn't they? Yeah, they're terrible. So just get out. The, like, fine, pl- play the first half. Like, I would like to see your running game get going a little bit. That's the yes. one thing. So, like, so against- there, there are things that I want to see, and I want to see some cohesion on offense. I want to see them be able to run the ball a little bit. I want to see McNamara hit a couple deep shots because you have more Penn faith State, in your offense than I do. Penn State is next week, Williams. You're not going to I don't think you're going to You're not going to just turn the flip the switch against Penn State next week. You I think you have a, a better chance this week to beat Penn State by making it ugly and doing what Ferentz has done for 20 years than you do going out there and trying slinging it all over the field. Well, god, I'm not saying go out there and sling it all over the place against him. That yes, even if they do complete some passes and score some touchdowns against Penn State, it's still going to be ugly if they're going to win. But I need to, got a we need to see a little something. We, we need to see some success on offense to get that unit feeling better about itself going into Penn State. What, what, is there a look-ahead line for that game? Is that a double-digit line? I haven't seen it. Um, what, would you, what would you put that Penn State line at right now? It's the nine and a half, ten. Yeah, I was I was gonna go like because I was gonna power go ratings. Scores, I was looking. I was actually really looking into power ratings this week because I was curious as to why the Iowa State Ohio line was as close as it was. Mm-hmm. I was in the like forties as far as their power ratings go, and Penn State is top ten. Yeah, so like it's not going to be that close unless something unless they would lose it at Illinois or which I don't think that they will. So I, I was shocked to see how low Iowa actually is in power ratings this year. Now a lot of that plays into last year too. So that offense is, you know, there's it can get skewed. But what have they done? They've beaten Utah State by ten, and an Iowa State team that won four games. Yeah, it, with a defensive by, touchdown too. So the offensive yeah, right. rating didn't have a chance to really move because you really didn't play that well offensively against Iowa State. So like no. that, 
Like your de- it's it's the same as Iowa State, just at a better like Iowa State's defense is top ten in these things, but its offense is so bad that it brings down the entire rating. That's what Iowa's experiencing. And yes, we know they're two and zero. Yes, we know they're going to be three and zero. And some fans, that's good enough for, but that is not what this season was all about. They brought in Cade McNamara so that they could compete in these big games against the best teams in this conference. And I only has one of them. This is a look ahead game. It's ben at Penn State found it. next They're week. Ten and a half is the look ahead line. Ten and a half. Wow. For Iowa, Penn State. You, uh, I mean, in fact, anytime, uh, another anytime book, I'm getting two scores with, with Iowa, I'm going to take it just because they rarely get blown out. Now, the last couple years, they have in some instances just be, because of how bad the offense has been because they've had Spencer Petras. But that sounds about right. I, I put it at like eight and a half, nine. And you said that's what, right what you said, ten and a half. Yeah. One sports book has it at 13 and a half. And isn't it surprising that like going into the season, wouldn't you have thought this line would have been like five? No. Six. I would put it over a touchdown because, but yeah, I mean. Not with I would the have expectations said like, for Cade McNamara in the offense. I I guess. If Iowa goes have, out and puts up 45 points against Utah State. Well, yeah, we just 35 have against Iowa State. It's going Iowa, to be different. My offensive expectations for Iowa are never going to match yours. The personnel only matters so much. Can you go? Can you get to 99th like you've been saying with these guys? Absolutely. But as long as they're playing that scheme and that style, you're not going to be that good. It's just the truth. <laughs> All we're asking for is 99th. <laughs> God damn it! 99th you, out of 133. When you say expectations, it's like well, what? What are the expectations then? You, like you remember what the expectations were for Iowa fans coming into this season? You saw all the press clippings. This team, it, Tom Fornelli at CBS, had them averaging 31 points a game. Well, he I said they averaged 30. He clearly doesn't watch much Iowa scheme on offense because they like I don't know. I just, I mean, look at the you got these sexy wide receivers. You're not even throwing to them. Well, you know what? I, that's that was my point the entire offseason. It's like, yeah, the, these guys are really talented, but are you going to get them the well, ball? Well, here's in part space? of the problem. Part of the problem. No, it's not just part. Of it, it's a big problem. Is is McNamara got hurt? Missed a bunch of practice. Is gimpy. So, Ference and Ference don't trust him to avoid the pressure. So they want him to get that ball out as fast as possible. No bootlegs. Time to develop the the routes. And I think we're going to be sitting here again. We're going to be sitting here at the end of the year, Williams. Iowa's going to be 10-2, and two, and we're going to be pissed. <laughs> you we're guys are be nuts. Pissed. You guys are insane. Look at the fucking schedule, man. <laughs> no, Memphis I think you'll be 10-2 ten ten with this I think schedule. You're gonna, I think you're insane for being mad about being 10-2. That's what I'm saying. But I'm saying look at the schedule. What, oh, what you, you should ex- be. Your favorite every game the rest of the way except next but, week. But... I'm telling you, it's not just a ten-win season. You say, "Oh, great, great." Chris, did you listen to my podcast with John Miller this week? I I would love for you to listen to it and give me some feedback. We talked about in this new Big Ten watching the the Goonies. No, that was just a smidge. That was just a teeny, teeny, tiny bit of it. Don't watch it, by the way. It's terrible. I'll never watch that movie. It looks horrible. I've seen the clips. I don't want no part of that. Really bad. I was really surprised because everybody, like Miller's age. 
kept talking about how great it was. And there was this ESPN coordinating producer. He's like, oh, it's, good. it's one of the greatest movies of all time. You have to watch it. So I went home and I watched it. This is five or six years ago. And I was like, what the, what the hell is this? This is a kid's show. If you don't watch it as a kid, if you didn't see it as a kid, don't watch yeah. it as an adult because you're not going to like it. I think it's one of those deals where like, oftentimes I'll show my daughters a movie from the 90s and be like, oh my God, this is the greatest thing ever. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, they've grown up with all this incredible, like, you know, 3D animation and mm-hmm. you know, all this. And they're like, dad, this movie sucks. <laughs> And they'll just tell me that right off the bat. All right, real quick, we're, we're going to move on to Wait, everything else. You were going to tell me? Did you? you did you? Why, did you listen to the? the oh yeah. The, the no, show with I would. I'd love for you to listen to it. Maybe on your flight to Morgantown. Because I I challenged him, and we had a really good conversation. It wasn't. There was no trolling. Nothing like that. It was really serious talks about Iowa football going forward in the new Big Ten. And I make the point that your best way to win going forward when you're not in the shitty Big Ten West every year is to do exactly what you're doing and be an alternative from what everybody else is doing. Because you'll be more of an anomaly. Yeah, like Lincoln yeah. Riley. Do you think Lincoln Riley would be more scared of Iowa and Wisconsin playing the way they have for the last 10 years or Iowa trying to do exactly what everyone else is doing with less with athletes that aren't as good? Yeah. Because you're never going to recruit at that level. Mm-hmm. Real quick, I, I want to a, thank our friends hey, at Channel wait, Seed. Wait, what? Wait, I've got a bone to pick with you. What? Every time you do a podcast with somebody else, you run to Twitter and you're like, guys, I just hit publish on perhaps the greatest podcast I've ever done. Me and John Miller. Shut up. You're me so sensitive. And Bloom. And whenever we get done doing our show, if you even do post about it, it's just oh. like. Two guys named Chris is up. You are so you do that sensitive. all the time. You do it all. Do you the realize, time. Chris? You're like that I, I, talk- I enjoy. I enjoy doing podcasts with John Miller so much. Oh my God! It's just. It's just the greatest. Do you realize that I talk to you more than any other human on the planet? Yeah, I think I might talk to you more than any other yeah. human on the planet. Shut up! It's, it's two hours a week, but you don't talk me up. I'll, I'll start talking you up, okay? No, I don't want you to lie no. about it. It's just gonna, really funny. I'm gonna, ben Wink, I'm have you noticed that? Why have you, you just, noticed that? How about you just give us a shout-out um, on Saturday night? Then we'll know. The backyard you really brawl. really care about us, yeah. I almost did in the Texas-Alabama game. I almost did because Golick was uh, promoing his podcast with his dad. I almost jumped in. And if you happen to be a fan of the state of Iowa, tune in to Two Guys Named Chris. Mondays and Thursdays, 8.30 Central Time. Um, really quick, I, I, I was up in Grand Junction, Iowa this week with our friends from Channel Seeds. Yeah, you were getting and, down and dirty with those guys up there, huh? Yeah, so this is actually a really cool piece we've been working on. And I just wanted to show everybody like a minute and a half clip from it. Oh. Because I think that, I think it turned out, I think it's going to turn out really well. It's it's kind of, it's not really sports related, but it's just a big general look at the state of Iowa that I'm working on with Channel Seed. Here's a little clip from it. All right, so it's calving season. Yeah. You're out there, what, you out in the fields? No, in the, in the buildings. We calve... In the early springs, so you bring them up out of the mud and you get them in these buildings to calf. Okay, so you're doing the. What do you do? 
with the placenta after it falls out of the out of the mommy? Well, it's just really who can get to it first, really. I mean, she's had the baby. She's cleaning it off. The placenta can shoot out at any time. Like and then it when shoots it, out? Well, it'll fall out. It depends on how old the cow is. Okay. Well, so when, the older the cow is, the it'll just come right out. Plops right out of there. When that thing hits the ground, it's steaming. And the other cows, the neighboring cows in this pen will come over and they'll help eat it. But they got to get rid of it fast because the smell of it will go like 10 miles. And the coyotes can smell it and they'll come in. And when they find that, they'll find the baby calf. It's, it's nature, I guess. So let me get this straight. So the steaming placenta mm -hmm. is on the ground. Hot steaming. And there's like multiple dad cows. No, mama cows. Oh, the, they're eating the placentas? The mama cows. The dad cows aren't. They there. don't, oh, okay. No, they're, they've already done their job. They're gone. Okay. So you've got like five cows that are fighting over a placenta. Right. And then all of a sudden, a coyote will just well, come well, in and just break up the They could. If they don't get rid of the placenta in time, it'll, the, the smell will attract more coyotes. But actually, we had a cow calf the other day, late. I don't know if she got off cycle. And I was lucky enough to grab some placenta. I had to fight off three bobcats and two coyotes, but I got it. And I actually brought some here if you want some. Cheers. Cheers, brother. That's good Pretty placenta good, right, right mm. there. So. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so that was up in uh, Grand Junction. I, I was not expecting that. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like, hey, Chris Williams out here. We're in the fields with Channel Seedsman uh, Derek Grinder. Derek, tell us how you plant these uh, Channel Seed seeds in here so we get some nice corn. <laughs> that was incredible. Who was that? That's my guy, Dustin Fouch. He's the man. He's incredible. I, so I did do a sit down with him on like agriculture in Iowa that people will be able to listen to. But <laughs> yeah, we decided to go up to his bar and do a little outtake for you buddy actually the last time i you know yesterday we, we had this caveat I, I was able to get to the placenta first and i brought some for us tonight oh, oh uh, cheers brother cheers steaming placenta for dinner god that is that is on brand for two guys named chris right there we're not just eating human placenta <laughs> we're eating cow placenta so then dustin yesterday and Matt, Matt um, said that we could not play it on the show. He sent me a YouTube video of a cow eating a placenta. What did it And Matt like? said it's too disgusting for the... Well, because Matt was probably like, oh, that looks just like me when I ate the placenta that came out of my wife. Just scarfing that thing down. It's like when David Hasselhoff got filmed eating hamburgers <sighs> in the middle of the night. Mm. Um, that let's was, get to our... That was... Wow. That was high... That was high comedy williams nicely done just trying to follow in your footsteps you're because chris hassel is the most creative and funniest human that i've ever had the opportunity See, now, to work with and i love just, him so so much the next thing that's going to show up on hassel's doorstep is a box of steaming hot <laughs> it's going to be a fairway meat Dustin's box and it's just going to have a cow placenta in it <sighs> he's a riot i had to do like four takes with him because every time we were doing, he would just add something, and like, I I was having a hard time of like not laughing because he's so freaking good at that. So yeah, shout out to my guy Dustin. Um, God, that was funny. Let's do our top three games of the weekend, which is okay. tough because it's not a it, great weekend this, in college is football. Is this the worst weekend in memory? Like going into it, 
pretty bad. Just looking at the matchups, I cannot remember a weekend that was this bad matchup-wise. Now, I will preface that. Well, I guess I can't preface that because I already said it. But I will say there's a little bit of a caveat because oftentimes when you get weekends like this, it sets up as a weekend for major upsets. Somebody out there is going to get upset. It's going to happen. And it might be more than one. Always happens. Where do you see it coming? You don't I'd see be it really that's, that's the key. You don't see it coming. I mean, you look at these spreads like Georgia is playing South Carolina. They're a four-touchdown favorite. There's no. I saw South Carolina firsthand. There's just no way. But Georgia hasn't played anybody with a pulse yet. You know Georgia doesn't play a ranked team until like November? Jeez. The that SEC Georgia, is down. Georgia has a soft-ass schedule. Like as soft as it can possibly be. They backed out of that Oklahoma game this year because Oklahoma's coming to the Big 12. I mean, it could be, you know, maybe it's Penn State tripping up at Illinois, which would I would hate that for Iowa. Maybe, no, you don't want that. Maybe Boston College gives Florida State a game. Uh, who else? We I have? actually thought about putting that on my top three because it's like if, if Florida State's for real, like a lot of people think, like this is kind of a statement type. Just go up there and kick mm-hmm. the shit out of them, and don't don't let that be the case. Maybe Colorado gets upset by Colorado State. I don't know. So something crazy is going to happen. Anywho. Uh, do you want to start with your top three? Yeah, I'll start with mine. Uh, I actually think that the wrong – not the wrong team is favored here, but South Alabama, one of your old Conference USA schools, is really no, good. No, 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 no. Nope. Sunbelt. Sun, Sunbelt. Sunbelt. I'm sorry. Regardless. Wow, they I just are... saw somebody get banned from our comments in real time. Ma- Matty Van Wink just banned someone from the comments. He doesn't mess around. Talk trash about our sponsors. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. About our sponsor? Oh, nobody talks. The only person that gets to talk trash about our sponsors is me. And that's it. (laughs) Damn right. South Alabama is a seven-point underdog at Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State had a really great win. I watched it last week. I stayed up until about 1 o'clock in the morning watching them in Arizona State. Um, I just They're still playing like three quarterbacks. Hassel, you know the stability ratings I tell you about a lot? Mm -hmm. Uh, South Alabama is one of the most stable teams in college football. They're probably a nine or a ten win team this year. I think they're one of those teams in bowl season where we're talking like, oh, like they had a really good year. Mm-hmm. Th- this is a high, high, high upset alert for Oklahoma State. Who again, they wanted Arizona State, but that is a program that was left in shambles. They're not playing for bowl eligibility because of the the sanctions. So I. This one's truly intriguing to me, especially given that the Cowboys come to Ames next weekend. Wasn't Oklahoma State's win total like four and a half? Six and a half. Oh, was that high? Okay, gotcha. Yeah, six and a half. I'm I'm sorely mistaken. William, so I, I, thought I, think, up, I thought you gave up on Gundy. I have, and that's okay. why I think that they could lose this week. Okay. Like, I don't... You know, and even if they do, I just I've watched this team a lot, and I just I don't think they're very good. I I think that he's he's one of the he's a little bit dabbo going on where you fought the system for so long, mm-hmm. and now it's coming back to bite you. Okay. Um, next for me is one we already hit on Penn State at Illinois. That's Penn where a uh, big noon kickoff is going to be. 
Really? So there's going to be extra juice in the building. Well, I mean, Bielema's going to get this team better, right? Illinois like they look, has looked terrible. Yeah, they looked horrible terrible. last week. Now, in their defense. They looked horrible in week one. And they, 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 they skated by, but they, I feel they like almost lost to, who was it, Toledo? Toledo, yeah. I thought they, they looked knew. really bad against Kansas. Um, it's just a weird, matter, tricky Matt? spot for Penn State. I thought Big Noon was at Colorado again. The show is at – it's different. So the show is at – Do they have two sites? Yeah, they're doing well, the two site thing. This is the Big Noon game. Yes. I think then, yeah, Big Noon kickoff oh, gotcha. is at – like the, the pregame show I think is at Colorado. They've split it like a, this week. That game's on ESPN at like 10. Yeah. Then, yeah, in this one with Penn State playing Iowa next week, we're all going to have a heightened uh, sense of what's going on in Champaign. It just, I, hope, I feel like I hope Penn State will, kills them. Yeah, I would too if I'm an Iowa fan. But it th- doesn't just, just feel like a spot where mm-hmm. if they have the players to do it, and we don't know yet, but Illinois could just Illinois ugly the shit so out of this bad. thing. Yeah. This could be one of those games this week. Yeah, where they just suck the life out of the clock and you have a fired up crowd. <laughs> Liv Hardwin uh, says this would be in my top three games of the week not to watch. <laughs> <laughs> look, Live Hardwin, you got to look at the slate, man. There's like it's brutal out, out there. there. It's brutal out there. And then you got Colorado State at Colorado. H- hear me out here. I'm not just plopping on the Dion train. Are they playing this in Boulder or in Denver? Because they oftentimes they'll play this in Denver at uh, Invesco or Mile High. Or I'll have Matt look it up. Now. But my 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 general point is if you're Colorado. You're amped up for TCU. The Nebraska game speaks for itself. Yeah, it's your first home game. Yeah, this could be a letdown spot now because you've th- got Oregon coming up next. Yes, this game is in Boulder. In Boulder, yeah. okay. You know, clearly, a Colorado is a has more talent here, but this just, like, do you get up as much for this one after now? You know, you got two guys in the top ten of the Heisman ratings. You've got everybody telling you're ranked. Everybody's telling you how good you are. Coaches mouthing off every chance he gets, and it coaches, is a rivalry game. Like the fans will get up for it, but the, the, these players have come from all over. I mean, yeah, they don't know. Only been there a few months. They don't. They don't know about this rivalry. So there Frankly, you go. It hasn't been much lately. Uh, right. Keep an eye on that one. All right, my three, beginning with Minnesota at North Carolina. I worry that Drake May is just going to have a day and Minnesota won't be able to keep up. But Minnesota's the only other team in that division besides Iowa that hasn't lost yet. I want to know what they can do against a, a pretty good team. North Carolina did not look good last week. I mean, they almost they, they, they needed overtime to beat App State at home. So uh, interested, it's, it's minus eight. I'm gonna. I, I would take North Carolina just because the explosiveness of that offense compared to Minnesota's. Uh, so that's my first one. Second game to watch: Washington at Michigan State. Washington is eighth in the country. They are 16 point favorites at Michigan State. We know what's happened with that program this week. Mel Tucker suspended. But it's going to be a good atmosphere. It's a Big Ten team. This could be one of those games, too. We were looking for upsets. Yeah, us against the world. Mm-hmm. You just you never know how teams respond. 
Sometimes they respond in a big way when adversity strikes, and it certainly did. So that's a game that I'm really interested in watching. And lastly, the Backyard Brawl. Awesome. I'm going to be there calling this one for college football Saturday night on Learfield. Look, these teams are not very good. Okay, they've already lost. Neither team has beaten an FBS team yet this season, but it's basically a pick em. West Virginia, we've got them as a one-and-a-half-point favorite at home. This is the first time the Backyard Brawl has been played in Morgantown since 2011. This game has been sold out for months, and everything I'm hearing is that fans believe it's going to be the wildest atmosphere they have ever seen at that stadium. That is how important this rivalry is. They cannot wait. It's going to be wild. And it almost makes it better to me that they're two kind of bad teams. I'm jealous. I love Morgantown. I can't wait Their to see it. I, awesome. yeah, I haven't been to Morgantown. I haven't been to that stadium. I mean, they, they, they have great fans there. It's a great home atmosphere. And they're you know, saying that this is going to be crazy. That stadium, a little trivia for you. I know this. You're gonna, I know what you're going to say. They the modeled exact, it after Jack Tri Stadium. Yeah, the same architecture. Like, I'm pretty sure the same guy designed mm-hmm. it. They modeled it after the Jack. Yeah, really cool. It's a. I wonder. It's I'm gonna have to find fans. out if they sell alcohol throughout the entire stadium, though. Oh, they do. I guarantee. Also, that. I'm pretty sure because I've been listening to podcasts, try to get ready for the game. Um, so keep that in mind. You know, if somebody's calling an Iowa game, they might pull up the two guys named Chris to prepare for the game. They have an NIL beer as well. Yeah, they sell it in the stadium. And well, it makes sense, that doesn't it? Goes, well, yeah, well, it would, wouldn't it? I don't know why Iowa State doesn't do it. Oh, that's cool. Country Roads Trust Logger. I want to do this. Ooh, I got to get I, one of those. I just don't know how to go about it. I want to collect these NIL beers. Like the cans. How cool would that be? I don't. Is it even possible for you to collect all the Iowa State NIL beers? There's like 15 <laughs> of them already. Well played. Hey Hassel, do you uh, for College Football Saturday night? Do you guys get to flex games so during the season if there's a good matchup that comes? Do you guys get to set that or do you? So now, so field? like they set the first three, they pick the first three, and then they wait. We we will always uh, wait till ten days out to pick the game so like we didn't know what game we were going to do next week until a couple days ago where are you going going to oregon oregon Ooh. hosting colorado that'll be sweet yeah now i don't know if colorado is going to be able to hang with them if the line's going to be like two touchdowns a future but... big 10 big 12 matchup there <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's funny even preparing for the game i started like putting my notes and stuff together in my note sheet that where I well I'll put like the uh, the conference and all that I put Big Twelve for Colorado without even thinking Big Ten baby that'll be a, a lot of Iowa and Iowa State fans will be talking shit about that one I'm sure man next week the slate of games is incredible 
Yeah. I wish we could flex Eats a couple up. of them to this week because it is amazing next week. I'm pretty pissed because I'm home this week. I'm not going to Athens. Oh. Screw that. And it's like I can actually watch other games and it's like, yeah. Yeah. I, and I'm going to be so, – so that Oregon-Colorado game is 12.30 local time out in Eugene. That's a 3.30 Eastern time kick. So I'm going to be driving to the airport during the Iowa-Penn State game. It's like a two-hour drive. I have to drive to Portland. Mm. And so I'll be listening to that game on the radio. I'll be listening to old Dolphin Eddie. On yeah, the radio. Oregon's really interesting. I've called a game in Corvallis before, and, and I've called games in Portland. And yeah, you, you kind of, everything happens out of Portland, and then you're in a ride. The ride from, uh, you don't realize, too, how close Eugene and Corvallis are to one another. Oh, like right. Two, yeah, because they are. Yeah. And they're I mean, about it's basically 50 like miles driving, from the coast. It's like driving from south des moines to ames or whatever mm. like it's not it's not that far at all when we played in corvallis we stayed in eugene because corvallis just didn't have many hotels and oh stuff, okay i guess yeah this week we're not even staying in morgantown we're staying in some podunk town like 20 miles south of morgantown there's not many hotels in morgantown there's I'm one really big town, one yeah so weird yeah it it's wild like normally like I'm pretty sure, like when football goes there, they stay in Pittsburgh, I believe, and then See, they yeah. Bust I, down. I, that's what I would do if I had it my way. I'd probably just stay in Pittsburgh and then drive the hour and a half to Morgantown and go back to Pittsburgh. I'm not sure. So you fly into Pittsburgh? Fly into Pittsburgh, yeah. Gotcha. Rent a car. All right. Down. Uh, Circus Sports Iowa. Remember them for all of your sports betting needs coming up this weekend. You want to get the best lines on the best games? Download our app circa sports iowa as we're going to do each and every thursday this year hassel and i are going to give you our circa survivor and circa millions five we did not it's do well in millions it's got to get better this week against the yeah. spread we were horrible and uh my my two picks were were just brutal i mean i, I went with the bears and the commanders neither one of them came so this is our picks for this with. week yeah, we're we're probably we're probably we're going, on, with, we're going with four favorites again. Yeah, probably on too many favorites here. Just looking at it, but here we are. Uh, we're going to take the Giants, and basically we're we're betting right on a bounce back after that getting demolished by the Cowboys, yeah, and they're, they're playing the, the worst team. They're playing the worst team in football, so we like the bounce back spot. Colts really, I Colts would have covered last week had they not had an injury at quarterback they, they played pretty pretty well against jacksonville who jacksonville may end up with the number one seed in the afc so i, I liked what i saw from the colts anthony richardson is is supposed to play he's supposed to be fine after he got banged up late in that game they're at the texans right yes cj stroud against anthony richardson colts minus one and a half is the pick we like the falcons at home against the packers fading the hot team that mm-hmm. the public is all over, which is and I think the bad. Falcons might be the best team in that division. I think it's between I would the Falcons agree. and the Saints, even though the Bucks we are your Vikings. We're going to roll the dice with the Bills at nine and a half. It seems like a lot of points. You usually just automatically take points in this spot, but I. It just feels to me like everybody's talking about how bad they are uh, with Josh Allen, right? Like this is a get focused week against the Raiders. That's mm-hmm. That's the read we're taking. Raiders are not a playoff team. That that should be a, a get-right game for Buffalo. 
And then we did, we couldn't really decide on a on a fifth. We were so I we're going to we go Saints minus three at the Panthers. Oh, we did. What in the hell? Which one did I screw up? The Browns. I th- either the Browns or the you, either the Browns or the Falcons. Those were the two iffy ones. Let's take the Browns out. Yeah, okay. you're right. I just I sent them wrong to Van Winkle. I haven't submitted them yet, so don't worry. Okay. So take out the Browns. Uh, we're going to go with Saints minus three at the yes. Panthers. I need to write that down. Yeah, I just texted him wrong. Sorry about that, Maddie. All right, we we, we got it. Just, just let's just go three and two this week. Let's get. Yep. Uh, we just need to tread let's get water. Get the momentum going. That's the key. I did go three and two in my other one with Jason Luch. So we're we're still just hanging around. We we okay. get back. It's a long season, brother. Yeah, it's a long it season. Is. Let's go. Uh, and our, we're still just, surviving. We're still surviving. Yep. Circus Survivor. We are taking Buffalo against the Raiders. We had contemplated the Cowboys against the Jets, and we contemplated the Giants if we really wanted to roll the dice. Mm-hmm. Chris, I just like taking sure things each and every week, and then you deal with it when you get there. Sure. I am not a looking five weeks down the road type guy with these so, things. Yeah, the reason we went with Buffalo over, say, the Cowboys, and it's the, the lines are identical. Buffalo minus 9.5, Cowboys minus 9.5. Cowboys are playing the Jets – the Jets are still a potential playoff team, even without Aaron Rodgers. Like the Jets still have really good players. The Raiders are not the Jets. Like, give me the team that's playing the worst team. Give me Buffalo. There's, I mean, do you see a scenario that Buffalo? I, I, I'm not even going to say it. I'm not, not coming off it. of a loss. The only scenario is if you know. Josh Allen in that press conference, like he really beat it. Like if he's just like broken, which I don't, no. I don't perceive. Being I, they're the gonna case. come out. They're gonna stomp the Raiders. Come on now. I think so too. So there you go. There are circa contest picks for the upcoming weekend. I just want to give a shout out real quick to our friends at the Iowa Event Center. A couple big announcements this week. WWE Raw. I believe tickets go on sale to that today. Uh, coming up on December the eighteenth. 6.30 start. I'm going to hopefully be there, and the, the goal is for me to bring a couple of listeners really? with we me. Sit, that reminds we're going to sit behind the announcers again? Old school Matty Let's Van Weeks. Have you seen the post about how the Britney Spears is built like Chris Jericho? No. Van Wink, just search on Twitter, Britney Spears Jericho. I think you're going to find this pretty funny. And then Adam it, uh, Sandler is coming to town, too. I saw it last night. I saw that. that yeah, what's Sandler just, doing? Is he singing? He's doing stand-up comedy, coming to Des Moines, which would be I know awesome. Because he, he sings, too. I'm sure he'll do some of those like singing bits in it, yeah. But that, that's, that's really cool. That's coming up. Great. And then last but certainly not least, did you see the aliens in Mexico? Did you, you see mean this the, the like, two-foot-tall little thing? How do you explain this? I texted my buddy, uh, Matty Erdman, Who's a he's like a PhD biochemist type dude, and he's always downplaying the aliens. And I texted mm-hmm. him this yesterday, and I said, "What do you have to say now, science boy?" And I never got a response. These are aliens. How do you explain this? These are aliens that they found in Mexico, and it's coming to light now. Williams, it looks just like ET. 
They claim that they're thousands of years old and they found them in a mine. They're this big. Like they're, they're like a foot or two tall. Did you see the guy that was holding on to one and placing it into that little coffin thing? He had it in one. He was like holding it between his index finger and his thumb. It was. What do you think it is, Chris? Small. What do you think it is? I, this is I a don't child's know. Paper mache art project. Yeah, you can make grade. something like that. There's always you people. There's always an excuse. You're always got. Well, well, you know, it's a paper mache. Well, but you never bring any proof to the table. I'm looking. You I'm, bring I'm proof to the table. I'm physically looking at the proof. It's right oh, there. Look, look Elton. It's Dean an alien. Roush. Elton Dean Roush says that the Twitter fact nope. checker called it a hoax. Yeah, and then there was a different one. This is the different one. What do you the mean? The previous a one? one was called a hoax. This is not. These are real. <laughs> you know what, Elton Dean Roush? Quit bringing fake news to my show. <laughs> Brent says, is that alien in a fairway meat box? <laughs> what if I opened up a fairway meat box and there was one? Because you could fit those the things like this big. You can fit it inside a fairway meat box. What do you think alien placenta tastes like? Probably a lot like cow placenta. I bet it's Except out of maybe, this world. Maybe a little bit gooier <laughs> out of this world. Good, good one. <laughs> I, I, but Williams, come on. The thing, the thing is a foot long. It's like a Subway sandwich. I just don't understand how, like, again... This is always my argument. What's it and been doing for a you, thousand years? You, okay, li- listen, listen. You people right. it's a always thousand do this. years old. Okay, you it's people thousand, always Williams, do this. Listen to me. It's a thousand years old. They say. What the? What have the aliens been doing for the last thousand years? No one. They've not. They haven't come back. No, they just dug them up. They were. They were uh, digging they around. They said it's a thousand years old. Yeah, because you so can where test those thingamajigs. You, you if put they the little were thing here on it. A thousand years ago. It's just like when we go don't digging you think for like they old have pyramids taken over and this shit. place by now. No, I think that they were here, and I think that they looked at humans and were like, yeah. "These, these things are idiots." I think we we don't want anything to do with them, and they took they took off, and these guys got left behind. That's what I think happened. Zach thinks that the cow placentas, the steaming cow placenta, might be attracting the aliens to Earth. If you were an alien and you stopped, like, think about it this way. We are as dumb as society has ever been right now. Just look around. Look around. Get on your Facebook page, okay? Get on your Facebook feed and read what your friends and family are posting. This is as dumb as we've ever been. Do you think the aliens want to hang out with us now? But that alien was here a thousand years ago. Why didn't they come yeah, back got before left then? Behind. Yeah, they're, these are really smart creatures. They're like, we don't want to associate with these people. We're getting the hell out of here. We're going to go look for the next next place in the universe. Well, that doesn't jive with everything you've been saying the last few months about, well, they're here. See, there's a UFO right there. They're in that <laughs> They're looking crowd. around. Well, if they didn't care about us, what are they doing here? Scooting around. Give me a break. Uh, And by the way, did you see that Clorinda Academy is receiving votes (laughs) in the Iowa football poll? That can't be right. Yeah, I saw it, but there's no way that... They got two votes. Someone sent us that on Twitter. Are you trying to cover up the fact, apparently, that Clorinda Academy not only is still open, but they're still playing football? 
I would personally like to know who's voting on it because it, it does not exist. I mean, I was out there golfing a couple months ago. The, the academy's done. The haunted MHI is still there. there Eight-man football, Clarinda Academy. They don't. They the don't have others receiving votes. They got two votes along with Marengo, Iowa Valley, and Lennox. Lennox is a former power. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. Tyler had a great point. How do these extremely smart characters leave two buddies behind? <laughs> You're out of your mind. You're taking the, what, some. You I'm, are so arrogant. You can't even. You can't even see past things. Open your mind, man. Open your mind. Enjoy Morgantown. I bet you there's some alien believers walking around Morgantown on Friday night. I can't wait to get one dollar draft beer in West Virginia. <laughs> like they actually th- have some good craft beer there. They think really of how do. hard it is to raise. NIL money off the beer they're selling when they're selling it for a dollar. You got to sell a lot of beer. 15 cents to the NIL fund for every beer you sell. (laughs) And there's not exactly a, you know, ton of billionaire boosters at West Virginia either, I'm guessing. He's Chris Hassel, Maddie Van Winkle producing the program as always. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We'll be back on Monday. Iowa everywhere.